Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not-too-serious way. Seriously. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 22. Gosh, it feels like it's been forever since I talked to you through a microphone on a podcast, which is really just talking to myself and hoping that you respond in some way. No, it has been a while. It's been like a whole week because I'm recording this a day before it gets published once again. Yeah, I decided that, geez, I could live my whole life planned out and and getting everything done ahead of time, or I could put more stress on myself and just do it the night before. Yeah, that sounds way better. Why would I do, like, why would I do the whole planning ahead thing? Sounds crazy. The more stress on my life, the better. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) This isn't even stressful, though. This is fun to me. I mean, you know, I'm working all day, and I'm like, yeah, I got to go home and record. Kind of sucks. I could be on a big group bike ride or something like that, but whatever. I'm so happy to be here. Episode 22, let's do this. We're talking about affordability in the environmental movement. Affordability in saving the planet. So I'm going to talk about priorities, affordable ways to help the earth, and answer your questions. Geez, thank you all so much for sharing my work around. Gosh, I'm so grateful. It feels it feels so great that that you all are getting value from this and that you're um, feeling that so much that you're sharing it with everyone else. So I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And and hey, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, man, he's definitely not talking to me. Well. <laughs> Fuck you too then. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. Um, thank you for listening. That's all I care about. And I hope that I'm adding value to your life. But thank you all so much for sharing my work and, and telling people about it because, gosh, it just feels amazing. And and thanks for thanks for being so involved in in asking questions and getting in and getting involved in, in making changes and and bringing me along with you because that feels so great. I'm so glad that I get to answer your questions on this podcast now. It's kind of new for me, um, but it feels like a actual connection instead of me talking into a microphone, hoping that you'll listen. <laughs> I guess I'm still doing that, but um, more direct, more direct to people, I guess, because I'm saying people's names, and then probably sharing the episode with them and saying, hey, I answer your question in this episode. (laughs) So I hear it a lot when, when people are talking to me about sustainability and reducing their impact or having a better impact, yeah, reducing their footprint. I hear it a lot that people say, yeah, you know, I could do all that, but it's just so expensive, right? Eating organic food, going to more ethical, sustainable grocery stores or co-ops. God, these places are so expensive. I can barely afford this, right? So I think I think a lot of people, there are there are a lot of people out there, or there's a there's a 
good number of people out there, I should say. I guess that's the same thing as a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that can barely afford food, right? There are there are a decent amount of people that can that are barely affording rent, barely affording food, and that's where all their money's going. They're not they're not spending on things or stuff or or yeah, I guess things they don't need. But I feel like most people are spending it on things they don't need. You know, we a lot of us come to this thought that, oh, geez, eating healthy, eating organic, buying more sustainable companies, buying higher quality stuff. I don't have the money for that. I don't have the money for a sustainable life, an ethical, environmentally friendly lifestyle. Yet, every weekend we go out to drink, go out to bars, or every week we we buy a new dress or buy a new suit or buy some jeans or sneakers, the new Nikes that just came out, whatever the fuck they're coming out with these days, still being made in a sweatshop. Yeah, we're still buying these things, we're, we're buying all this stuff we don't need, eating out. So, so not to say that those things are wrong. I'm not saying you're a bad person by doing those things. I'm just saying that we're buying the unnecessary and still using the excuse that we don't have enough money or resources or time or energy for maybe what's important to us, maybe what's in line with our values things like the environment or ethical clothing or organic food, healthy food. I feel like we do have the money for these things, but we're just not allocating our resources correctly, right? Now, again, there are are a lot of people out there that, that are literally just struggling to get by, right? You know, their jobs just aren't paying enough or they're on disability, or like they just can't work, or what have you. Maybe they are putting their money into alcohol or drugs, and they can't get off it, right? That's still a money allocation problem, but I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that literally cannot afford uh, healthy food. So... It's not so much as a cost problem when we're talking about. So I was recording a podcast and then Addison, my friend, just walked in. Hello, guys. How's it going? (laughs) Randomly. Out of the blue. Don't put this on. He pulled up in his creeper van and offered me candy. I was out picking up the children and... uh... I swing by. He's even got a creeper mustache on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you been doing, dude? Not much. What are you talking about? Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, he took off. Sorry about that disruption. <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think it's... for the For the most part, most people, it's not much of a cost problem as it is a priority problem problem. And I'm not I'm not even saying it's a priority problem, I guess. I'm just saying 
it's a priority thing. <laughs> it's not and I'm not saying you're wrong to say that oh I have I have different priorities. I prioritize a social life over a organic life, organic food. <clears throat> I would rather spend my money on alcohol than spend it on going to a local co-op. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that that's a wrong thing. I'm just saying let's call it what it is and not act like Oh, we have no money to do any of these things. That being said, I mean, if you're if you're looking for an affordable way to shop for food that's sustainable, I mean, you can you can get pretty affordable food at farmers markets, and I mean, really, anything that's that's in season, direct to farmers, uh, local typically trumps organic. Because I mean, you can have you can have something that's grown organic, but if it's shipped across a continent or across a sea, even I mean, it's not that sustainable because you're putting so much energy, so much emissions, so many resources into just shipping that thing. So focus on local food first. Obviously, local plus organic is great. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, along those same lines, plant-based foods. You know, eating more plants instead of meat—that's pretty cheap too. Like beans and rice, good gracious, that is like—it's so cheap, especially compared to meat for the amount of protein you get. You know, something like Meatless Mondays has a huge impact. Like just doing one plant-based day a week or one plant-based day a month—super huge impact with your food. Yet super affordable if you do it right i mean you can certainly buy all these processed pre-made vegan meals that look like a meat meal an animal-based meal they're gonna be pretty expensive because they're super processed and i mean they they know that they can charge you that because you're like oh we're, we're all like oh god yeah i can go for some pizza right now but can't do any cheese, can't do any meat, so I'm going to get this vegan pizza. And they can upcharge it because because we're looking for that that thing that tastes like animal products, but we don't want to eat that exactly. So you can eat like that and spend a shit ton of money. But, I mean, if you just eat whole, wholesome, like raw um, plants and, and foods like that, it's pretty dang cheap, to be honest. So let's see. Let's see what else we can do that's that's pretty affordable. Actually, a lot of these things even save you money, to be honest. A lot of these sustainable practices will actually save money, which is kind of crazy, right? We're not even talking about costing more savings. T- today, today, I was like thinking about, I was at the gym and I go to Planet Fitness and I was, at, and I was like, you know, wiping down my my area that I just sweat on. And they use they use paper towels. And I use that every single day that I work out. Probably I don't know, six times. Because I I mean six at least six pieces of equipment I used and wiped down. That I well one it, it looks like pretty kind of trashy 
literally and figuratively. But two, it, it really kind of, it wastes a lot of money, right? I mean, LA Fitness, last time I checked, LA Fitness does all rags. And they're like nice, clean looking rags. And you just wipe them down, and then they just sit there ready to be used again, not thrown away. And they, it, that that honestly looks way nicer and feels way nicer than these like, haggard ass brown paper towel rolls that sit on top of a trash can. So it looks cheaper um, as a company, but but honestly, I mean they're spending shitloads of money on on those paper towels. Like just you know, just spending it, forking it out when they could just buy some rags and keep washing them, right? Plus the environmental costs for sure of of those paper towels. I mean, that's, that's a shitload of paper. So it's a pretty big deal. You know, there's, there's, there's money costs to things. There's environmental costs. There's ethical costs like people, society. Um, and then there's your values that you, that are costed. Right. So yeah, it's just, I don't know where I, where I thought about that, but, but yeah, planet fitness, geez, switch something else, man, or war woman or anything in between. So what are some things that we can do? So driving less or just going car free, I mean, that could save at least 500 bucks a month, right? I mean, gas, maintenance costs, payments, whether it be you're in debt on the car or insurance. I mean, 500 bucks is pretty, pretty small, honestly. I mean, a lot of people are paying way more than that. 500 bucks there, that's all savings where you could put that into something else like your housing where you can live closer so that you don't have to drive. Um, maybe even 200 bucks more, 300 bucks more. You're still saving money at that point. Uh, but you can walk and bike and live a happier life probably. Your lawn, lawn is a big thing for sure. Shutting off your water, planting more of a, of a wild lawn where you don't have to water it. You just let whatever wants to grow, grow. And a lot of times that's trees, wildflowers, weeds, which which contributes greatly to the local ecosystem. And and uh, those trees will store lots of carbon. I mean, that can be 250 bucks a year, you know, in water. Water's pretty cheap so far um, in our pockets, but it certainly has quite a bit of a cost environmentally and... Geez, it's just going to get more expensive the more scarce it gets. <clears throat> so lawns, 250 bucks a year. Downsizing your house? I mean, that's that's another thing. I mean, that's 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 another big saver. This is all these are all saving money, right? All these things are are money savers. You could you could decrease your rent by downsizing by about 500 bucks. I'm just kind of saying 500 bucks cuz that's a good number. But you can do less than that. You can do more than that easily if you cut your rent in half. If you're at like two grand a month or something, uh, can cut that in half and reduce it by a thousand bucks, right? So downsizing your house, huge benefits as far as energy and land use and all those things, right? Plus, you're just less stress about maintenance and filling the space with things and then less stress about the monthly payment you're making. 
Temperature in-house, I mean, that's really just like 80 bucks or so a year. Not not huge, but that's another one. I mean, that's savings, right? That's not, you know, adjusting your thermostat isn't something that will cost you money. It'll actually save you money. Kind of decreasing your your air conditioning or, I guess, increasing the temperature if it's if it's hot out. Especially when you're gone, you have a higher temperature if it's hot out. And then sort of higher temperature when you're even there. And then if it's cold out, you know, making it more of a lower temperature when you're gone, even low, may, maybe somewhat lower um, when you're when you're there even too. You just throw a sweater on instead of racking up your, your utility bill and your heat bill and using less energy, right? Uh, for the environment and for those emissions that you're drawing that energy to. So a lot of these things you can save up, right? A lot of these things are savings. At that point, maybe it's not even a priority problem. Maybe it's, a, it's just an excuse because, I mean, ultimately we're going to find excuses for everything. Money's, I guess, a popular excuse. So at this point, maybe it's not a priority. Maybe it's just a, an excuse used as disguised as a problem. Cost problem, priority problem, excuses. <laughs> and like I said, it, you know, if it's if it's not your priority, that's fine. It's not a bad thing. But let's just let's just be clear on what's holding us back, and and if it's us as individuals and our priorities, um, or us as not living up to our values, or can we actually not afford it? Are we actually severely in debt, struggling to pay the bills? And I mean, we're not going out at night. We're not, we're not drinking. We're not buying a bunch of stuff. We're struggling as it is. That's, that's a different story for sure, right? So luckily, I mean, these, the sustainable lifestyle, if it's possible to do these things, driving less or just selling your car, downsizing your house, your apartment, Stopping watering your lawn if you have a lawn. These things are all money savers. It's not going to cost you anything. So at that point, it could actually help those that that are in a, a bad situation that actually have money problems. I mean, all of us have money problems, but actual legitimate, I can barely afford food, let alone even close to organic food, right? So any whoosies, I hope those those ideas help. And I hope I'm getting across to some people here. Anyways, I got some questions here. First question is from Maya in Traverse City. She asks, how can a broke person contribute to sustainable fashion? (laughs) It's good. (laughs) I'm broke too, Maya. Uh, (laughs) um, First off, the most sustainable fashion is nothing at all, right? No clothes at all. Just walking around naked, that's the most sustainable thing. Well, most of us live in a society or in society, so we require clothes. And ultimately, the the most sustainable fashion in modern society is less. Not nothing, not naked, but less, right? Quote by Mr. Henry David Thoreau. The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. Mm. Mm. 
So I think what he's saying is, is you're putting all these other costs into this thing, right? Even though it could be inexpensive, what are, what are the costs, right? What are the costs of it sitting in your closet, occupying your brain space, cluttering up your home, the costs of choosing between your things when you need to, all these costs, right? Environmental costs, ethical, um, social costs of, of employment through those companies, and then water usage, you know, carbon emissions. Also, you're, you're choosing to put your well-earned money, your time, into this product. So it might as well be, it better be a good product, right? So, so my solution is I typically choose quality over quantity, which ultimately helps us save money in the end. If we, if we were to buy a shirt for, say, eight bucks, you know, from H&M, because H&M makes dirt cheap clothes, pretty low quality, to be honest, um, and questionable ethics for sure. Certainly questionable sustainability. So, I mean, a, a shirt is about, it's going to be using about 2,000 liters, give or take. That's kind of a conservative number even. Um, and I mean, if it's low quality, at that point, you're, you're using 2,000 liters of, of water to create that shirt. And then if it's, if, it, if it's low quality and it won't last, you're going to be replacing it in, in a couple months. I mean, if you're wearing it a lot. So, so certainly quality over quantity, and this ultimately helps you save it. I mean, if you're, if you're buying a new shirt every two months or so, you know, however long it, it, it takes to wear down, that seven bucks really, really adds up. And, you know, the, the $50 shirt or the $40 shirt certainly doesn't look as bad now because that thing's going to last way longer higher quality materials um, from there you can choose more ethical companies more sustainable companies um, high high price does not always mean quality so something can be totally just branded and their brand is so huge that that they can ra- rack up their prices and the quality could still not be there so pay attention pay attention to that Price does not always equal high quality. So it's it's all individual when it comes to fashion, I'd say, Maya. I I have struggled in the past with, with finding really just good fitting stuff because I'm like 6'3", pretty skinny. So I can't just get a large in something for the length because then it's super wide and super baggy. Um, I have to get something that's pretty athletic fit, pretty pretty skinny fit, um, but then a large so that it's long enough, right? So so I always I always focus on quality, good fitting stuff that I will get value from, and I'll typically choose that over sustainably branded, probably ill fitting, maybe even low quality stuff. I mean, there's there's sustainable companies out there that their whole things ethical, sustainable, green, saving water, saving emissions, whatever. 
and then they're making like they're just like dumping out like pretty low quality stuff they're still fast fashion or they're still just not putting in the effort to to make a quality item which ultimately means it's going to be tossed out or or um we're going to be buying another one pretty soon which is not sustainable even if the company is marketed that way so i'll i'll typically choose quality good fitting stuff over over sustainability branded stuff that being said there are there are brands that qual- are quality good fitting and are still sustainable and they they make a point to be ethical and and uh do things really well as far as their impact and their water usage and all this stuff that has a huge impact on the planet coming from fashion so super good question some of my brands are ten tree this stuff fits me really well it's pretty i don't know pretty pretty skinny pretty like slim fitting which is nice um pretty long too like i have their sweater that's super long yet pretty skinny and god it's awesome so 10 tree plants 10 trees for every item you buy hmm. could have assumed that in the name so pretty pretty ethical company they reduce a lot of their water consumption and waste and everything in their production um, another company prana prana fits pretty well on me pretty quality stuff they got bought out by columbia which has pretty questionable sustainability and um, environmental practices, basically. But it seems like Prana is still sticking with a lot of their ethical stuff. I mean, they'll they'll ship your stuff with no no plastic, typically, and et cetera, et cetera. A lot of their stuff's pretty nice. <clears throat> Another company is Nudie Jeans. I love these love these jeans. I mean, I I basically only have one pair of pants. So whenever I do buy a pair of pants, it's going to be pretty damn high quality and it's got to fit me really well. So nudie jeans, super high quality, um, very ethically made and sustainably made. They even have like a, like a repair shop and they'll repair your stuff for free for the life of the jeans basically. Fits me really well, has a really high waist. I hate, I hate low waists, low waisted stuff that's just like sitting underneath my hips. It's so uncomfortable. So these actually sit over my hips, which is what I was looking for in the first place. So Nudie Jeans, great mission workshop for their bags is what I use. I've had some of their clothing, which I really like too, but pretty much right now I just have their bags. Mission Workshop makes really high end backpacks and gear and stuff like that. And then also technical clothing. Really technical, really like just focused on functionality, but but really nice looking stuff. And I mean, they're this backpack I have from them probably last me another <clears throat> ten years, probably at least. It's like bomb proof for sure. Vivo Barefoot for shoes. They make minimalist barefoot shoes that allow your toes to spread out, but then they're also pretty focused on sustainability and ethically making shoes for sure. One of their shoes, I think they're making from algae, which is pretty sick. Another company, Everlane, they make basics, like basic, simple, minimalist type clothing. Nothing too complicated, not too much branding, which is what I like. I don't like big brands on my stuff. But then pretty good prices for sure. So pretty sustainably focused, ethically focused, but pretty good prices. So 
I mean, you can you can kind of watch out for that. Some of their stuff, I'm sure, from what I've read, is is some, somewhat low quality. So some things, on the other hand, are made really well. But typically, the re- the price reflects that in this case. In other cases, with other companies, the price doesn't always reflect sustainable or um, or uh, quality, right? So those are some brands that I like. But yeah, to summarize, Maya, I mean, bu- buying less ultimately is is the best way to go. And downsizing your closet, making items more versatile, and finding things that you just love, that you love so much that you're just totally comfortable with wearing multiple times a week or even every day. I mean, I, I wear like a black t-shirt and those nudie jeans like every single day if it's not super hot out <laughs> otherwise i wear my other one pair of shorts <laughs> um but but I, I everyone's different so that's that's just me and <clears throat> you might be listening to this thinking i can never do that or i don't want to do that and that's fine so finding finding things that just add a ton of value and that you that you love um are ultimately the most important because You'll, you'll just start wearing those more and all these other things less. And it'll be easy to get rid of those other things, right? So make some room for the things that you love in life and get rid of the things that you don't love, I'd say. Now, sometimes sometimes the things you love, people know that you'll love it. So the price will be a little higher. <laughs> or the reason the reason we love it is because it's made well, right? So the price will be higher, but... We, we got to look into the future as far as what the total cost will be, right? The $7 shirt, $8 shirt, um, it adds up. It adds up because we're replacing it more often. And we ultimately end up spending more money on these low-quality items, um, especially if we're just in the mood of buying things every week and just shopping and just shopping for the fun of it and just cluttering up our closets and or if we're just replacing it I mean if we're just replacing it because it's being worn we will ultimately save money in the end if we buy quality items I know I know I know human beings are not ones to look into the future but let's grow up a little bit and let's say hey we know we're not too much looking (laughs) we know we don't look too much into the future but let's change that because we are an intellectual being (laughs) so let's plan for the future let's buy some quality items and let's save some money in the long run right second question is from zach in indianapolis indiana what are some inexpensive everyday items that will add up environmentally Ooh, this is good. So a lot of this stuff, a lot of the things that that came to mind for me is definitely like zero waste stuff. So reducing our waste, which which um, I'm all about for sure. It's not it's not the the biggest thing that we can focus on as far as our impact, but they do add up for sure. Plus, if we're if we're using them every day, I mean it takes a toll on our on our um, you know our, our values or our mental capacity, I guess, our mental state. 
you know, if we're throwing things away every single day, we're thinking about it. It's like, oh God, like this is kind of draining and we're kind of hurting our values a little bit. So, so things like that come up as far as like buying your own water bottle. This is a pretty inexpensive thing. Plus it pays for itself within really less than a month. Um, unless you're buying like a hundred dollar water bottle, <laughs> uh, but yeah, a water bottle pays for itself just by stopping, um, the purchasing of, of bottled water basically. So filling up a tap or a public water fountain saves you money in the long run and I mean, pays for the water bottle itself. So plus reduces the costs as far as environmentally waste. And <clears throat> I mean, one, one bottled water takes, I think it's three, three liters of water to make and fill one liter of water for a water bottle, basically. So, you know, the plastic three liters for every one liter water bottle. Ugh, God. So you're saving water, you're saving emissions, you're saving the plastic pollution in the oceans and on land. Uh, water bottle, pretty cheap, pays for itself. Good investment. Reusable bags? Mm. I mean, you're not really saving a whole lot unless you're at a grocery store where they offered a bring-your-own-bag discount, which a lot of people do, like Lucky's, a lot of local co-ops will do that. Yeah, so reusable bags, reusable cutlery, uh, doesn't really save you much, but pretty cheap investment. The question was, what are some inexpensive investments? Reusable bags, like 99 cents, or if you want to buy like a cotton one, maybe two bucks, <laughs> uh, pretty cheap. And then reusable cutlery, maybe five to 10 bucks. Um, pretty cheap investments for sure. For for something that we throw away every day, man, way worth it because I mean, it just takes a toll for sure. Even though they're small things and we can know that, that hey, driving or eating meat, these are gonna have way bigger of an impact. Things like waste and plastic, we're doing them so much that it adds up in our head and our minds and it's, it, it takes a toll for sure. So that's important to our mental health and, and ultimately to plastic pollution too, because those things are important for sure. Um, other things, rags and towels instead of like, instead of paper, paper products. So in a kitchen at your house, maybe you have a rag or a towel instead of a paper towel, Planet Fitness, get on this. Be more like, be more fancy like LA, like LA Fitness. <laughs> even though it's not even as, it's, even though it's not even fancier. I mean, they're, they're saving money by having rags there. It's even nicer. I mean, it's, it's nicer than this shitty looking brown, big ass paper towel that sits on a garbage can. I hate it so much. Oh my God. Get some rags and just get a washing machine for the love of God. <laughs> um, ultimately, Zach, whatever, whatever you're replacing the most often, like whatever you're, you're looking at, you're like, damn, I go through these a lot. Like, damn, I use a lot of disposable chopsticks or geez, I use a lot of, uh, I don't know, napkins at the dinner table or I'm taking a lot of food home when I go out to eat. These things are, are just like kind of, kind of sit back and 
and question what are you using the most and what are you throwing away the most um, and how do we replace them, right? How do we replace them with an inexpensive uh, zero waste item, whether it be whether it be zero waste related like like plastic and stuff or other forms like I don't know like organization or or things with our car or bike or whatever you know inexpensive things that that could add up environmentally can be all over right so that's something to think about what are we replacing the most what are we using a lot every day yeah i mean a lot of things here will save money in the end right some some may cost money uh energy time we're putting those into it right but what are the what are the costs environmentally? What are the costs in our own life of having the clutter? What are the costs as far as our values, right? We're putting our life into these things, so they better they better line up with our values. And geez, at that point, it's it's way more than just money, right? But things do cost more money. I think that we do need to become adults about some things and say, hey. This may be more expensive right now, but let's look in the future, into the future, even 10 years. Wow, that's so far away. Jeez. <laughs> 10 years isn't too far, my friends. We need to start looking ahead and planning and saying, hey, we can spend a little bit more money now in an effort to reduce the huge costs that we will have later environmentally. I mean, water is going to be worth more than the price of gold. Land is going to be stripped of nutrients and food will be crazy expensive because it can't be grown anywhere. Not to be depressing, but, but the costs environmentally are going to be huge. If we don't spend the money, spend the energy, spend the time right now. Things are already going to be huge um, cost-wise in the future, but we can save, save, save so much just by starting today. So I think we need to start looking ahead a little bit more. We need to embrace that humans are right here, right now, what's in front of me kind of creatures, right? We need to embrace that. We need to acknowledge it and say, hey, let's improve upon this and actually push ourselves to invest into our futures, whether it be environment, whether it be money, any of these things, right? I mean, if we don't, the costs are going to be way more than, than anything we could even imagine right now. Buying organic, buying local food, that's minuscule compared to what we will experience in the future. We're always going to come up with an excuse um, as far as how to not change and why we can't make changes and why we can't do this, why we can't give up this or why we can't change these things in our lives. And I think I think I think money money is a good thing to lean on when it comes to finding an excuse, right? So that's that's ultimately what this is. It, um, a lot of people come up with money excuses or. Maybe our priorities are just not aligned, right? Maybe we're prioritizing money to other things. 
like buying stuff or going out to drink or eat, I guess, too much. Maybe we do actually have a money problem and we can't afford, can barely afford food as it is. And, and I do want to tackle those issues as well. And I hope to do so. And I will do so for sure. But, but if it is a priority issue, I think we just need to live up to that, right? I think we need to just say, hey, I have the money. I can, I can move the money around. That's not the issue. The issue is me. The issue is my perspective. The issue is I don't really feel like doing that. And that's fine. But let's not, let's not come to me or come to someone else and say, oh, geez, you know, I, I envy you doing that because I can never spend the money on going out and eating organic or eating at the local co-op or, or buying a $200 pair of jeans. Um, I can never do that. When in reality, we're, we're spending 200 bucks going out you know, every weekend, I mean, it adds up to 200 bucks at least for a couple weekends or three weekends or so sometimes, or we're, we're buying a bunch of low quality pants that add up to 200 bucks, um, where I only buy one, like every, I don't know, two years. (laughs) Um, so it's really just about our priorities and, and, um, where we want to put our time, where we want to put our energy, our money, and where we want to say these costs are okay for us, for our own lives, but these other costs are not. This cost to the environment, this cost to my health, this cost to my wallet. This is okay, this is not okay. We just need to get clear on that. And I think we need to get comfortable with saying, hey, you know, this, this is not something I want to spend my money on. Instead of saying, hey, I'm, I don't have the money. Like, I don't have any money, right? Because we all have money. We all have time. We can all make time. We can all make more money. It's just about where we want to spend it, how we want to spend it. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Priorities, affordable ways to help, the environment, and some questions. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again, y'all, again, 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 again for sharing it around. I'm so grateful to see to see all these all these um, listeners of the podcast sharing my work and sending it to their friends and having a lot of people reach out to me and saying, hey, my buddy sent this to me and I'm so glad and so nice to meet you and thanks so much for what you're doing. God, that means a lot. Like it, like I can I can stay up all night doing this stuff because of those because of those people out there that that say that that I'm that I'm impacting their lives. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And hey, if you want to support my work further, you can do so on Patreon. Yeah, so you can pick a tier um, as low as the cost of a tea. So for the price of a tea, you can keep me advertisement free. I don't want to sell you stuff you don't need. I don't want to put any advertisements in here. But I do need to make money somehow. And the best way to do that is on Patreon. So you can do that. You get things in return like discounts on stuff. It really like an insight to my personal life and what I do on a day-to-day basis on the podcast, on the blog, on having an impact and changing my impact. 
and challenges as well. So it gets a little bit more personal, a little bit more connected. So if you're interested in that, I appreciate the support. Thank you so much. Hey, if you want to stay updated on what's new, you can do so by just going to my website, weallcanchange.com, enter your email at the top of any page, and you can subscribe to my weekly email. It's just one email every Sunday. It's like Sunday church, like eco church, or it's like reading the eco paper. Yeah. So I send an email out every Sunday morning pretty early. And it just updates you on what's new, like podcasts, blogs, uh, what's new at We All Can Change in my own life, et cetera, et cetera. So, so yeah, you can do that. Thanks so much, y'all. I appreciate the support again. Leave a review on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you can. Share it around. Let's, let's expand this message. And, hey, let's get our priorities in line. <laughs> Talking to myself mostly. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, y'all, and take care.